0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the pegging point with the pro, the pegstress, the phenomenon, the authority, pegging guru, me pegging the stallion. (laughs) Yeah, not too many people call themselves an expert. Of sticking things in people's asses But I am that aficionado Welcome to the pecking point I'm so happy to be back I'm so happy to be here with you in podcast land And you listening to the ease and the sensuality of my voice (laughs) Yes, welcome back Wow Wow This has been an interesting journey and I know a lot of you, I know all of you are used to me as Mistress Thick, Pimpstress, Mistress Thick. Well, let's talk about the rebrand real quick. Mistress Thick is dead. There is no more Mistress Thick. I created her. Over a decade ago, and I've got so many doppelgangers and so many little recreations, and in addition to that, I went through deplatforming, and uh, for those of you who don't know, what that means is that I lost all of my accounts on social media so I D, Twitter, so yeah, it just really sucks. Um, I created an organization, and so there have been a lot of things that have changed, including the name. I am now Pegan the Stallion, Pegstress, so don't fucking forget it, and... Yes, I'm a dominatrix, but I am a pegging expert, a guru, an aficionado, a monarch out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I can I can truly tout and say that. Um I don't think there are any pegging experts. I know there are sex experts and sexperts. But, um, there aren't any pegging experts. So, here a bitch is. Boom. (laughs) We on point with the joint. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) Never know, might come out with some fucking rhymes. But, um, yes. So, the platform, rebrand. We are born pegging the stallion Out this motherfucker And I felt it necessary To create this podcast That's why I did it You might be wondering why I'm not honing in on domination No, I'm honing in on pegging And One, it's because of it's my expertise, but two, this is a topic I feel that needs to be discussed. So I created this podcast, and I created this podcast because a lot of the information that I have have found on the internet and reading materials about Pagan have been written from the perspective of a dabbler, of someone who is just experimenting or someone who may have knowledge of the act but may not be really engaging in it. Well, when you are putting your hands into five to ten asses a night, (laughs) you are no longer a dabbler. You are an expert because you're doing that shit. And this is not a jab at anyone who's created any content prior to me. Um, I appreciate what you've put out there because you have open dialogue about the topic. I am just coming from another perspective. So, and I'm coming from that perspective of, like I said, putting my hand and putting my dick in 10 asses a night. So, yeah, that's some shit for your ass, pun intended. (laughs) So I created this podcast, and that's why we're here. Some of you might be thinking, like, who is this podcast for? It's for everybody. I created this for all of y'all out there because I know y'all curious I know y'all want to learn about pegging. I know a lot of y'all boys out there want to learn about the art of anal pleasure. I know a lot of you ladies out there want to know how to open your man up to the art of anal pleasure. And you yourself become an expert. I know a lot of individuals who just want to enjoy anal sex and want to know more and don't know where to find really pertinent, vital information. Well, boom. From an expert, that is. That's really what it is. Pertinent, vital information from an expert. Here you go. I'm here. I'm here. So this podcast is for you. It's for all of y'all. What do we do here? We talk. I educate you. I put you on to this pegging game. That's why you here. That's why I'm the pegstress. So open up your ears, open up your mind, and you might want to open up your notebook and take a couple of fucking notes because I'm gonna get into some ish. And again, pun intended. (laughs) And if you ain't comfortable with me making so many references to shit, then I suggest that you find another subject matter that interests you because pegging ain't it, because you are playing in the ass. And guess what? The ass is what creates shit. So I will be talking about that a lot and referencing it a lot. And it has nothing to do with that being one of my kinks. It has to do with you being desensitized and you understanding, you know, the reality and getting comfortable with that is the arena, the realm that we playing in. It. We playing in a shitstorm. <laughs> <laughs> oh so that's what we do here. We learn and I educate you guys. And what can you expect? What can you beautiful humans out there expect? You can expect to learn about pegging. You can expect to learn about the art of anal pleasure from a pegging expert. You can learn, you can expect to, this to be informative. You can expect this to be a healthy, body-positive conversation, a healthy, sex-positive conversation, a non-homophobic conversation, a gender-inclusive conversation, a gender-fluid conversation, and an age-inclusive conversation. And I specifically mentioned all of those things is because that is another thing that I find flawed about the pegging content out there is because some of it is homophobic. Some of it is gender exclusive. Some of it is not fluid. I mean, some of it is gender binary. So, what are we doing? Like, the whole point in my opinion Of pegging is to alter and flip the gender role and present a fluidity that's the fun part of it but guess what no one has changed their gender identity it is just two individuals enjoying sex and role-playing or Power exchanging or presenting fluidity in their play. So, yeah. That. These are all the things that you can expect. That. Or that. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. And i'm glad and i hope you're here for it because i'm here for it and we're gonna do this as much as i can this is a new podcast i haven't decided if i'm gonna be doing this weekly bi-weekly monthly but you know what i'm enthused about this topic i am an expert it's my expertise this is my passion yes fucking in the butt is my passion (laughs) <laughs> so yes we are going to be here and i'm going to be making episodes but again i don't know how frequent so rock with me also now that you know that i rebranded and you got the backstory you know why we are here make sure you follow me on all my social media and all my platforms Including my OnlyFans, I'll make sure I'll be dropping that at the end of the segment. And yes, here we go. It's time for Pagan's Pointers, and these are my sexual healing tips. The tips that are going to promote sexual wellness for you and your partner. Tips such as pre-pegging activities, aftercare, and just overall well-being self-care. Gotta love it. Are you ready? This week's tip is flirt with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Flirt with yourself. One of the things that I found when I first attached this strap-on to my body is that it was a foreign object that was just attached to me. I didn't own it. I didn't embrace it. I mean, I welcomed it. It was something I wanted to do. It was something that excited me, but at the same time, it was also something I was wearing. I didn't own it, and I wasn't comfortable with it. I wasn't in my skin with my own dick. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the ways, I think, to ease into that confidence, that owning of the new piece of equipment that is now between your legs that was never there. Flirt with yourself. Put on your strap on. Stand in front of the mirror. Look at yourself. Play with your dick. Tell yourself how sexy you are and how you're gonna fuck the shit out of that ass. And yeah, you might be talking to yourself in the mirror, but this is going to be the same type of engagement you will be using with your partner. At least for me, it was. So I found flirting with myself, like, damn, you a sexy bitch. Or you look good. You got my dick hard. <laughs> and I know this sounds silly as I'm telling you to do this. But in the moment, when you're wearing that strap on, and you start rubbing that dick, and you start having this dialogue with yourself, something's going to unlock in you. Trust and believe. (laughs) So this week's tip, definitely flirt with yourself. Get used to that new dick, that big dick energy that you're sporting. Because if you embrace it and you love it, that's what you're going to project. And your partner is going to feel that. And they're going to want. They're going to want. They're going to feel compelled to want to give in and take that new energy that you're giving out. And this is this week's Pegging Pointer. We are here to talk about pegging. Every episode, we're going to talk about pegging and things that circumference around pegging. And one of the first things that I really want to discuss with you is pegging is not gay. I want to talk about the perception around pegging. There are a lot of heteronormative ideas around pegging sex and what it means and why people are doing it. And how about it's just as simple as this person likes to get fucked in the ass. It doesn't anger me, but it irritates me when I hear hetero people, when I hear you people, individuals, you human beings, when I hear you say pegging is gay. Nah, that's some gay shit. If the pegging is occurring between a male, And a female. Guess what? That is heterosexual. It doesn't matter. If. They are having. Unconventional sex. Any sex acts. Had. Between. A male. And a female. Are considered heterosexual. Now. There are. And there could be things that that heterosexual couple could engage in that emulate, that look like, that could be perceived by optics something. But if it's male and female, just by definition, that is heterosexual. Any sexual acts between the same sex, such as male and male, or female and female, those acts are considered homosexual. Now, I feel that sex is sex. We should be able to enjoy it without labels. Why can't just people enjoy sex? That would be so wonderful. If we could just say, you know what, I like fucking them. They like fucking me. We like fucking together. (laughs) (laughs) It would be wonderful if we could do that, if we could be that. But, you know, it's definitely not so easy when we're dealing with thousands of years of gender binary thinking and heteronormativity. Um... You know, banged into our heads since we were infants. So, I want to really hone in on this topic because, you know, a lot of guys, I've, I've gauged a lot of people on this topic and, you know, some, some guys, some men, some cis men be like, nah, 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 nah. That's some gay shit. I can't fuck with that. Nah, ain't nobody playing with my ass. Nah, yo, bitch play with my ass. I'm going to hurt her. And it's like, why would you deny yourself this pleasure, bruh? Bruh, it feels good. <laughs> Real talk. Let your girl do it. It feels good let her put her tongue there let her put her finger there you might like it so i want to emphasize tolerance and i want to emphasize in welcoming to other individuals who might have proclivities That are different from yours. I.E. pegging. Don't label it. Something that you don't understand. You don't understand the dynamic yet. You don't know. What is going on between those individuals. Then. Why not. Just leave it be. (sighs) But. uh, Anyway. I wish the world was that simple, but back to the subject that man pegging is not gay, even though you got a phallus, even though it emulates a a dick a phallus is a dick in case y'all don't know that might have the somebody somebody might have to pause this and be like, phallus what is that let me google that but even though the act emulates sex with a phallus. We know nowadays, having a penis does not a male make you. <laughs> so just because you were born with a penis doesn't make you a man. And if this is something we understand and know with um, in our learning now, now that we understand fluidity and transgender and, you know, people born in the wrong body and sexual reassignment, and there's more conversation and openness and talking around this. Having a dick does not make you a man. Even though I own dozens of dicks, it don't make me a man, no matter how much I want to walk around with my dicks hard, fucking motherfuckers in the ass touting boom pushing my big dick energy around the room (laughs) no matter how much I want to do that it will never make me male I might have masculine energy I might be construed as having that big dick energy or being very, um, like I said, masculine or um, manly. But it still does not make me a male. So the shift in roles doesn't make the act homosexual. It just makes it a form of power exchange. And in my opinion... It's one of the most alluring power exchanges because it does challenge conventional and traditional roles of men and women with conventional sex. So it's fucking hot. (laughs) Like, like, like just talking about this with you guys. Flood in the basement. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people consider how their heteronormativity can impact another person and impact their engagement with future individuals and even cause trauma. I've spoken with a lot of men and a lot of individuals, you know, I won't just limit it it to men. I've spoken with a lot of individuals. And from those conversations, what I've learned is some of their engagement with you heteronormative folks out there has given these individuals trauma. Trauma that they have to deal with going forward with the next partner, the next individual, the next mistress, the next whoever, they are carrying that with them to the next, the next relationship, the next dynamic, and I'll give you an example. I spoke to uh, a couple of men who are my submissives, and they were in prior relationships where their curiosity surrounded pegging and they wanted to pull in their significant other. They wanted to indulge in this proclivity with their partner. And I commend people who do that because there are a lot of people who aren't brave enough to involve their partner and they'll go and explore it on their own you know violating violating all types of boundaries and intimacy when you can you know try to engage your partner and or try to gauge your partner and see if you can pull them into the activity and you can explore together but back to what i was saying is is that uh, this individual tried to pull in his significant other And his significant other gave him a response almost like, you know, are you, I don't think she used the words, are you gay? But she, I think she used the words, are you on the down low? Are you down low? And this goes back to the first conversation that we were talking about with heteronormativity. That comment that she made to him was a direct assault on his gender identity. And if gender identity is based off of the perception of oneself, who are you to challenge them based off of anything less? That's bonkers. But then this goes back to all of this training and this ingrained way of thinking that we have been you know lulled into this is a societal wide issue because society thinks that gender is based off of how you are perceived but it we are now learning because we are evolving to becoming a better society We are now learning that gender is based off of the perception of oneself. So it's not how you see me that forms my gender identity. It's how I see myself and how I want the rest of the world to see me that formulates my gender identity. And when you make comments like that, when someone's trying to reach out to you because they want to include you and not exclude you and not break boundaries and intimacy, you have just caused them trauma. You've just established a lack of trust. You just obliterated all trust that this person has to freely come to you and talk to you about the things that they enjoy. You have just demonstrated that you are not receptive. You are not the bitch to come to about the shit that I want. And I find kinky, oh, I know I'm not gonna come tell you shit else, bitch. Because you. <laughs> I just tried to tell you this, and here you go trying to assault my gender identity. So then. You've just demonstrated a huge character flaw that you're judgmental as fuck. You just judge this person in an instance instead of asking questions and exploring more. And that is one of the things that we fail to do when it comes to gender because it's been ingrained in us that What we see, what's in front of us is what it appears to be. And now we know that gender, it encompasses so much more than just me eyeballing you and me visually identifying you as a man. What I visually identify as masculine is relative to just me. So these are all things that I said that we are learning as a society as we evolve. So when you say things and do things like that, ladies, it makes the men cower and they don't want to come and open up to you. And guess what they end up doing? They end up coming to somebody like me. They end up coming find, they end up coming to find Peggy. And they're like, yeah. I see you good, you like this shit, it turns you on, I like that. You're my girl, I can't talk to her about this, but, yo, what's good? <laughs> and even though, you know, some of the first conversations that I have with people who approach me that way is asking them to include their partner, but they've already had a negative experience nine times out of ten. So, now we... We need to build trust and we need to work past that trauma that your ass caused. And I know some of you are listening to this podcast thinking, oh shit, yo, Darrell did that and I did ask that motherfucker if he was gay. Yo, I did make a little geeky comment and yeah, you can't be doing shit like that. Because you do shit like that, you fuck it up, ladies, and then you fuck it up for the next one behind you. In addition to, we talked about assaulting their gender identity, you just shame them. You just made them, you just king shame them. You just shame them for the king. You just made them feel like shit for being honest with you about what they like, about what they feel. So now. If this person, because most people do, now tend to develop a fear or even anxiety around their king, Because now you gave them this response. You might be the first person that they've ever wanted to or felt comfortable with sharing this with. And you gave them this response like, ew, what's wrong with you? Ew, why you want that? Ugh. Did somebody touch you? Is that why you want to be fucked in the ass? Like, you gave that response and you just shamed them for an open moment of them revealing themselves. Of them being absolutely candid about what floats their boat. And now, you've given them that response and you made them think that they're weird or something's wrong with them because they like this. And now... They don't it doesn't go away cuz they like it. They just don't tell your ass about it and then they come find somebody like me. <laughs> so in this podcast, I when I say I'm putting you on pegging game, I'm putting you on pegging game and openness and receptiveness is a big part of this. So a lot of this heteronormativity auto responses that you might get that you might think is okay that you might think nah put the kibosh on that and close your mouth and listen be receptive and just remind yourself that if you were in their position and you were revealing yourself You will want the person on the other end of the reveal to be responsive and open and receptive. So try to keep that in mind. I'm so excited and happy to have more conversations around pegging. This is episode one of The Pegging Point. With your girl, your favorite person, your favorite pegstress, your pegging guru, pegging the stallion, and I'm checking out, because I got some booties to fuck, and on that note, I'll be back next week, I'll be back next month, I'll be back, I don't know, I'll be back. And it will be soon. But I'll be back with the next episode. And make sure you guys tune in because we're going to talk about the most important part of pegging. Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is? Well, you're going to have to tune in to the next episode to know. And we out on the pegging point. We out on the pegging point. Hey, you. Are you enjoying the podcast? Do you want to know, hear, and see more of your girl Peggin's world? Then come check me out. Twitter and IG. At Pegstress. P-E-G-S-T-R-E-S-S. YouTube. You can see me there. Pegstress. Two words. If you're feeling real freaky, you can see my OnlyFans at OnlyPegging.com, Or check my website. Pextress.com. If you have a question, want a tip, or even seeking advice, message me, Podcast at gmail. Now, don't forget to follow, like, and share this podcast with your friends, with everybody, with the world. We want everybody down with PPP. You hear me? <laughs> this is your girl, Peggy, and I'm out. See ya on the next episode.